hello. Welcome to the Emotionally Healthy Activist Daily Arrow podcast, where we aim to align ourselves with God's purposes so we don't miss the mark. Hi, my name is Kyle Lee, and I'm InterVarsity New York, New Jersey's media production coordinator. For 30 days leading up to the election, we offered five-minute reflections as part of our eight-week Emotionally Healthy Activist course, which we encourage you to check out on EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com to help you center on Jesus, his heart for justice and revival, and respond as he would in the midst of COVID, our world's reckoning around race, and America's tumultuous election season. We want to encourage you to press into the presence of God and continue lifting sections from the new book, Keeping the Faith, Reflections on Politics and Christianity in the Trump Era and Beyond, Seeking God in Scripture and Prayer, and challenging you to engage with what's happening within you and within our world in prayerful, practical ways. Luke 2, 41-49 says this, His parents went to Jerusalem every week at the Feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the day, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now so it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement for which he spoke to them. When I read this passage, I can't help but ask myself two questions. What is the father's business? And what the heck am I doing with my life if I'm not about it? I feel unsteady and immediately start asking myself the big questions. Am I at the right job? How do I really spend my time? My fear of doing the wrong thing, walking in disobedience, or God forbid, outside of his will in some way, rises to the surface and shouts louder than Mary and Joseph trying to find their lost kid at church. This passage isn't about me, but I've made it that way, again. This is one of the telltale signs of white American folk religion that Jonathan Walton writes about in 12 Lies That Hold America Captive and contextualizes in the present cultural moment in an essay in Keeping the Faith. Walton writes, Antithetical to the Great Commission was Peter's cutting off of the ear of Malchus, one of the men who came to arrest Jesus of Nazareth in John 18. Jesus reminded him of his mission and put the ear back on Malchus's head. Additionally, in Acts 1.8, after Jesus rose from the dead and appeared to his disciples, the overwhelming question for the oppressed Jewish people that those gathered brought up immediately was, is now the time that you have come to restore Israel? In moments of high tension, it is difficult for me to remember that this just isn't about me but something and someone much bigger. These are lies and temptations that I must resist, whether it's the day before, what could be the most consequential election in the last 50 years or so, or just another Monday morning where I want to center myself on Jesus before launching into the week. And isn't what I'm thinking about this in any election just my own self-centeredness on a city, state, or national scale? If the kingdom of God and his church weren't thwarted by the Roman Empire and all the Caesars, certainly won't be stunned by the presidential election in the latest global empire. Even with that acknowledged, I still deeply want it to be true that when people come looking for me, that they will find me about my father's business. I want people to look at me and see personal righteousness. This is where the Pharisees faltered and the disciples flourish. Jesus lived for people to see his father. What is in the way of me living like that? Take some time in silence to reflect on the following question. What is the work of God in this world? Not for you, but the work that he, the father, thought through Christ and the Holy Spirit is doing. 
Too often I jump to action and it's impossible to join in with what God is doing if we don't even know the business that he's about. What is the work of God in this world? Meditate on the following words. John 10, 10 through 11 says, I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his own sheep. How do you receive the abundance that God has for you today as he offers you to himself? Take your hands and place them in front of you as a sign of receiving. As you start this week, know that no matter what, the good shepherd cares for you and is about our father's business. With your hands in a posture of receiving, may you know from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet that you are deeply loved by God. The creator of heaven and earth knows your name and saves a place for you at his heavenly table. His business was to renew and reconcile all things, and by his work on the cross it is finished. Would you walk in the full assurance of this truth and work out of the freedom that his work on the cross affords us, no matter who wins the election, how many COVID cases are in your city, or whether you'll make it home for Thanksgiving. You are accepted. God is not ashamed of you. He is yours and you are his. You are a child of the Most High God. Amen. If five minutes was not enough, or you want more, visit EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com for a guide through today's reflection. This podcast is part of a larger eight-part course to develop leaders of the character and capacity to meet and lead in the midst of life's most difficult moments with Christ at the center. You can also check out our Emotionally Healthy Activist course there. Also follow IVED Life on Instagram for daily Arrow updates. Thanks for listening to the Daily Arrow podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Grace and peace to you, yours, and the world. Mm -hmm.